Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of My Almost Dead Brother. This is Dan Knight with Sam Knight, and we are going to start off this episode by answering one of our awesome fan questions. This one comes from actually our little sister Andy's friend, Catherine Knudsen. So Andy, why don't you read the question and let's talk through this. Okay, this is from Kathy, and she says, Sam, why do you hate art? (laughs) Well, the question in and of itself offends me immensely. (laughs) Do you hate art? Why do you think I would be offended by the question? Well, explain it. Because I love art. Why would Catherine say that? Well, I can just say Catherine's an artist. We've been friends for a long time. We live together, and we, she's done a lot of paintings, a lot of sculptures. You've seen a lot of her art. Over the years, I've accused her of forcing her art on my little sister, Andy. So it's kind of akin to drug dealer. She just got her hooked on it. And... Very akin to. <laughs> <laughs> but you like her art. Well, Kathy obviously feels a little insecure about it. I guess. I... You're joking with her. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. I, I hope I hope she knows that. No, she does. So today we have one of Sam's lifelong friends, Doug Fillmore. Hi, Doug. Hello, everyone. Hey, Duke. I do feel special today. Doug is special. I feel special. <laughs> so you guys grew up together. We grew up when we first moved to Utah in the early 70s. We lived on Apple Avenue. Doug lived one block down on Locust. Locust right? Lane. Locust Lane. And Doug, you're what, one year older than Sam? One year, yep, one grade ahead. One grade ahead, one year older, but you guys start hanging out like pretty close to immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned in previous episodes, Sam started running wild with Jay Morgan a little bit right when he got there. Were you running with those two often? How on? early would have this been? First grade. I might not have been running with Jay Morgan in first grade. Probably wasn't running with First thing I remember about Doug was you were riding your little motorcycle all over the foothills. Back when you could ride up on Y Mountain, we were up there all the time. Yep. What was it, a Suzuki? Suzuki RM80. Helmets, goggles, we were having good times. Looked so cool. Sam couldn't do that? No. Why couldn't he do it? Larry Knight wouldn't buy me a motorcycle. Oh, that makes sense. He had to just stick to riding bikes with no brakes down Apple Avenue. <laughs> yep. He did have a few BMX bikes. Yeah. And I couldn't wear shoes when I did it either. <laughs> yeah, you had a BMX red line, I remember, that got stolen pretty quick. I had to pay for myself. I think you leave it on the front lawn, they get stolen. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, before we get into any youthful, crazy stories, let's give the listeners a little medical update. It's been about 10 days since we recorded our last episode. Sam, where do you find yourself this evening? Where was I the last time? Let's see. Ten days ago, you were in the hospital in Provo, Utah Valley. Where I am now? And now you're still here. Oh. Well, I'm in the same damn place, just languishing. Do you feel like you're getting stronger or weaker from 10 days ago? Weaker, probably. So they've been trying to do all kinds of different things because your guts are still messed up, right? Yep. They're just not functioning right. Organs are doing nothing right. Some of them are doing one thing and the other organs doing another. Pancreas, liver. Yeah, they're all messed up. They're all kicking out nasty fluids and stuff, and they're trying to figure out how to drain it, get you back healthy. So how much did you weigh about a year ago before you were sick at all? 
Let's say two fifty. Two fifty or something like that. Before we started recording, they came in and weighed you. Are you comfortable talking about how much you weigh now? What was it? One it was one seventy two. That's up almost ten pounds from five days ago. So that's a lot. You've been on a pretty serious diet. Yep. But yeah, so you're feeling frail, but it's a great news that in the last five days you've gained ten pounds back. So is but, that the good news? Yeah, I think it's that good. Is good. Good. So that's kind of the update on the medical situation. I wouldn't say you've improved a ton. Uh, you're still kind of in a precarious health situation. Otherwise, you wouldn't be still in a pretty mm-hmm. in- intensive care unit area of the hospital. Yep. He did get those chest tubes out. Yeah, he did. The last time we recorded, he just got some chest tubes in to get rid of fluid that was around his lungs, and that's all cleared up and good, but now you just got sore ribs from that. So... Anyways, let's get back to the uh, other fun stuff we were talking about. So Doug's here to kind of talk about some of the stuff you guys did when you were younger. Doug, what's some stories you can remember from the early times you guys were hanging out? I got lots of stories. Some we'll keep in a closet secret and some we can expand on. One of the first things I think about, and I can't remember if this was me or Steve Cloward. Do you remember practicing the piano? Oh, you mean at our house? Yeah, he was practicing the piano at your house on Apple. We came to visit and knocked on the door. (laughs) Sam stood up to look out to see who was coming, and the piano lid fell as he was practicing in his boxers and slammed directly onto his little manhood. (laughs) We actually heard this story a couple episodes ago from Sam's perspective. So this is awesome. He didn't say he was at we the door. We didn't realize that was you guys at the door, though. I we forgot. <laughs> oh, there was, oh, my gosh. It was black and blueness. Pure black and blueness. That was awful. I was just the right height. Back in those days, I remember we used to go down to your house in the Schofields down there, and we played Kick the Can. Kick the Can was a good game. Night games. Great game. Night games, yeah. Throw fruit, snowballs. That was a fun neighborhood. Oh, that was the best. Lots of kids our age. In that field. Yeah, we had lots of vacant lots. People could never catch us, ever. Catch us when we throw snowballs. Yeah, throw snowballs at cars driving by and fruit. You'd hide in the vacant lot behind trees. We'd stop and we would hide in the bushes or run really fast away. In the summer, it was fruit. I am sure we damaged cars. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. Throw way too hard. The statute of limitations has got to be way past. I think so. I, I think hope so. What other dumb stuff did you guys do? Do you remember the Nordstrom's card? Oh. <laughs> what? The? I don't know if you guys probably have heard this. I don't think I've heard this. Remember, Sam, what did we do? This is on you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's pleading the fifth. I think we were in high school at this point. We were. And we wanted to get some new shoes. And these shoes that had come out. And I want to say me and Sam were the first, or one of the very first, to wear black sneakers. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Alvia made some referee shoes. (laughs) Sam and I really wanted a pair. And one day we were driving around in my little Dodge Ram four-wheel drive. Sam opened his wallet, and he had a Nordstrom's cart. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't say Sam Knight on it. I think it said Larry Knight. Jewel or Larry? Yes. It did. So what did we do? We decided we're going to Nordstrom's. Let's get some of <laughs> We walk in. I remember Sam going up to the gal at the counter and saying, how much credit is on this card? 
Remember how much was on there? I don't. Not exactly. Like nine hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, something plenty. We might have bought more than shoes. Yeah. Well, that kind of reminds me of stuff that happened to me indirectly, Sam, but more Sam's friends. So I'm a couple years younger than Sam. So I'm three years younger than Doug. When I was a freshman, you guys were seniors, and seniors. When I was a freshman, were a bunch of studs. They were a really good football team and stuff. And a bunch of Polynesian dudes like Ben Haas, George Kaihui, guys like that. So one day I remember going to school and I see Ben Haas walking down the hall with one of my sweaters on. And then like a couple minutes later, George Kaihui's wearing another sweatshirt. And I'm just like, those are gone. <laughs> I can't say one word. There's no chance I'm getting those back. Where would they Doug, get them at your house? <laughs> yeah. Where else would they get? Free rain on your room. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember Doug ever wearing my stuff. But no, I think I would have at least said something to Doug. But those guys, no, no, sir. <laughs> Who else? That was all though, right? That's the only ones I can remember. That's good. There knows about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's more. You guys both were way, way into sports, right? Did you guys play like? High school sports together? Did you play around the neighborhood? We played high school and around the neighborhood. I think sports back then is a little bit different today. You just played whatever sport was in season. Yep. Yeah. Now the kids kind of focus on one or two sports. On basketball. Yeah. Like seventh grade, you're just stuck into one sport. We played yep. football in the fall, then basketball, baseball. Yep. There was always games after school, whether it was tackle football or, yeah, we were on the same baseball team. Do you guys have any specific stories you remember from being on the same baseball team or playing after school sports or anything? In football, when I was a senior, Sam was a junior, and I don't know if he remembers this, but we had a coach, Frank Henderson, who would go over game film every Monday after our Friday games. And Sam, as a junior, wasn't playing as much as he did when he was a senior. And so his goal on the sidelines was to get his rear end on the game film, (laughs) and he would scratch it as many times as possible. Do you remember that, Sam? I do. And then Mondays, we'd watch it in practice. Instead of us listening to what we're getting critiqued on, we were trying to catch Sam on the sidelines. It was great. (laughs) And Henderson would just rewind the the old VHS tape, go back over stuff, so you're probably seeing him scratching his butt over and over again. It would be me running back over there. Yeah, trying to get in the view of wherever the tackle was. (laughs) Sam would come running right up left. (laughs) That was fun. I forgot about that. That was awesome. Summers were fun. Sports Illustrated was a big part of our week. Summers was the best. You'd sit there and wait for the Sports Illustrated uh-huh. to come in the mail? I would read the GERD articles. I don't know if you know about Sam. Sam would read Sports Illustrated. He wouldn't never go to a story. He would read it front page to back page. <laughs> yeah, I remember Even that. the ads. Every word. I had a problem with that. Were you into baseball cards? I know me and Sam. Not as much as you guys. Yeah, we were way into it. Sam used to give me a couple bucks and send me down to 7-Eleven on my bike, get some cards, let me keep the gun. Sprouse Rites. Sprouse Ritz. Ritz. Slurpees. Yeah, it was good. Slurpees. So, Doug, what were you, like, baseball, what position would you play? Outfield, infield, pitcher? Uh, Mostly infield. Uh, shortstop, second base. Yeah, shortstop. I wasn't a great hitter. That was my downfall. Punch and Judy, base hit, steal a base. You I were pretty punch. focused on football. If you did focus back then, it would have been football, football right? Yeah, football. Were, I remember you were a free safety. Football, yeah, defensive back. back I then. was teeny. You weren't that little. Were you short? How tall? I graduated 5'8", 135. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Wow. No way. Yeah. 135? Yeah. High school, you were in good shape. What were you in high school? You were over six. Well, you probably had to get him to listen to me at like 6'2", 
210, yeah. but he wouldn't do it. You were like 6'1 and something. Yeah, 205 or something. Yeah. That was big back then. Yeah, yeah, I'd take it. You were 185 pounds to 200. You were a big high school player. Yeah. God, that blows me away. 5'8", 135. Man, compared to guys today, Oh yeah. your linebackers are probably 160 you yeah. know, compared to yeah. 240 today. Sam, if you focused on a sport in high school, what would it would it have been football for you or baseball or basketball or what? I have to say. I mean, football is the only sport you played all the way through to your senior year. Right. It probably it wasn't my favorite, but probably would have been football. Just because you had the size yeah. for it. You guys played a lot of ward ball, right? Oh it was like gosh. late high school or even after high school, there was like a church basketball tournament. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And I think I even was on the team. And you guys didn't have enough, so you had a couple younger guys. Down at the Smithfield house, played that game. And it was a big tournament. Back then, they used to have banquets for the ward hoops and trophies, oh, yeah. paid referees. Whoa. Yeah, remember that? Crazy. We got in that Explorer tournament and did pretty good. Got towards, I think, even the championship game. Was it the championship game? Yeah. And most of us had a football mentality, not the basketball mentality. <laughs> We'd and, just gotten done with football. Yeah. And as the game wore on, each of us fouled out. And it actually got down to the last five, four minutes of the game, and everybody had fouled out except for Matt Clark. I remember that. No, there was just a couple of us. Yeah, a few you, left. And we just won. I think I was on the court and Matt Clark and yeah. maybe Jim Blair or something. They talked about calling it, but we said, no, we're good. No, we can do it. And we ended up winning still. Yeah. Because these, these guys got us a pretty good lead. And then Somehow they fouled we, a couple guys out and it evened up. and yeah, championship game, so they let us play three on three or something is the end. It was funny. So did you guys, when you got into early high school, were you chasing girls? Oh, yeah. All summer? Always. Yeah. Where would you go to chase girls? Snow Shack. Snow Shack. Stevenettes? Stevenettes, yeah. Stevenettes. All the cute girls worked at Stevenettes. Yep. Grandview Hill. You kind of cruised back then, right? Just Friday night. Drive around. What yep. should we do? Let's go drive around. Do you guys have any funny stories about trying to pick up girls? A million. You ever <laughs> go to try to pick up just <clears throat> girls from out of town that were at BYU camps and oh, youth conference. Youth conference girls. Youth conference was a good time in the summer. Not much security back then. You could get into. I mean, we'd even go to football <laughs> camps as kids in the <laughs> you summer. Show up. You just show up yeah. and go to the camp, <laughs> and you just go get in the drills. And nobody knew who was. We went to plenty of those camps. Yeah, line up, get in the drills, go eat lunch in the Morris Center after. It was great growing up near BYU. It was. Yeah, uh, walk down to campus, sports and. Do you guys run wild at the Wilkinson Center? You used to be able to shock the games. You remember that? You'd shuffle your feet on the carpet oh, yeah. and shock the game with a quarter, and it would actually give you a credit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it took a little precise skill to do that. What about uh, Desert Tower Swimming Pool? Desert Towers is the, the dorms at BYU that was you know a couple blocks away from our neighborhood. And DT. DT Pool. That's where everybody went to swim, and our older sister Sandy was the lifeguard there. <laughs> You guys remember ever pulling pranks on Sandy? Well, she was the one that would say anything you asked her to say <laughs> over the PA. She used to be on the PA announcer like, oh, someone, someone, your mom's here to pick you up. And you could call the phone. <laughs> could you call Hugh Jass to come over and like Bob Frapples, maybe? <laughs> she friend? would say anything. She would just, whatever point. you said. She'd say, she was a Bob Frapples, wreck. Bob Frapples, please come to the front desk. 
this guy wants me to say Bob Prapples. I'm not going to say it. Well, I guess I better. Huge ass. <laughs> okay, so did you guys ever get in any fisticuffs? Not with each other. No? Never? Totally. When you're guarding each other, playing jam ball? In fact, or... we wouldn't guard each other in jam ball because of that reason. Because you both got pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Doug used to get pretty intense. Yeah. As I far wouldn't. as fisticuffs, I'm afraid we got in more than our... Yeah. You guys would just, if you're bored, you're driving around, oh, there's nothing to do, let's go. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, your temper was pretty short. All my teachers said that I had a short temper. Why do you think you did? I don't know why I had a short temper, but I did have a short temper. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Real short. (laughs) He's pointing at me. On the receiving end of the short temper on occasion? Yeah, time or two. So when you guys would hang out, let's say you and Doug were bored, typically go to Doug's house or our house, or was there like a place where you'd go hang out? It would depend on the need. Clark. Yeah. Like my what house kind of need? was always food. Yep. Oh. We'd show up and my dad would. Your dad, not your oh, mom. Or my mom. You want something to eat? Hamburger. Oh, it was the best. Really? They'd grill you oh, up yeah. something, huh? And we had a pool table in the basement. Yeah, your dad was like the, the fun arcade of it. game yeah, guy. The fun of fun it of back it. in the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Doug's dad owned an arcade at the University Mall called Fun of It, right across yeah. from the movie theater. movie theater. That was happening. That yeah. was the place. That was like the first arcade that I ever remember yeah. there being. It was before Chuck E. Cheese. Or... Yeah. So what would you guys do when you went to Sam's house to hang out? Uh, Sam had a basketball hoop in the driveway. That was it. A lot of hoops. We used to hang out in the summer. One particular story. Hot summer day, probably July, 102 degrees. And we're out trying to play jam ball, but it's just too hot. And we had all kinds of sports equipment. Do you guys know what a fungo bat is? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I know this story. So a fungo bat is the normal length of a baseball bat, but the barrel is only about 8 inches long, 10 inches yeah, long. Yeah, I don't know why. It's used to hit grounders and pop yeah, the flies coaches to teams. hit grounders and stuff with them. So for some reason, we had a fungo bat hanging out on the lawn wherever we were at Sam's house, board. And then Sam had a tether ball. It was off the pole. It so was you off just the had pole. the ball on a string. So I had a ball on a string. A deflated, heavy, <laughs> fat ball. And Sam decided, I wonder how hard I could hit that ball with this fungo bat. I bet I could hit it out of your hands. Yeah, so that would be brilliant. So I proceed to hold on to the end of the string, and I get this ball spinning around my head like a lasso. <laughs> and it's picking up speed, picking up speed, and Sam's in the nice, perfect baseball stance. And he takes a swing at it, and he misses the first one. And so I've got about four more revolutions, and this thing is moving. <laughs> I mean, you could hear it, just like Sam did. <laughs> And Sam takes his next hit and connects perfectly right in the middle of the ball. But unfortunately, oh. mass was not on his side. <laughs> no. And the ball hits the fungo bat, which immediately flips back and hits Sam right in the forehead and nose. Boom. Bah. <laughs> right back on his back. Yeah. And at the same time, it cinches the rope around my hand. So I'm mad at Sam, and I'm <laughs> jumping around, shaking my hand. But he's not replying. I'm he's like, going, you didn't see it hit his head? <laughs> no. I'm like, you jerk, what have you done? And I turn around, and he's out cold on the driveway. I'm slowly collapsing. <laughs> That would have been the best YouTube video ever. Blood coming out of his... All around my face. Two brilliant dudes. All (laughs) fall. 
I should have thought about that one. We didn't think things through sometimes. No. So, Doug, what do you remember about Sam's parents, our parents? They were great to me. I don't know how much they liked some of the things we did. (laughs) Jewel was always very nice and worried about Sam. And each time we went out, she'd want to make sure we were going to... What are you going to do? When are you going to be home? Of course, we'd lie. But it's nice to know that she worried about us. Yeah, she was worried. That was nice. Good mom. She wasn't too happy when I shot her window out. That was a downer for her. <laughs> you shot out her window? I don't know if we have time for that story, but... With a twenty-two or something? It was a pellet gun. But Matt Clark and I were headed over to pick up Sam for the evening in the wood grain paneled station wagon. <laughs> I remember that station wagon. And we came to pick up Sam, and we just honked, and there was a car backing out of Sam's driveway, and it was his mom, Jewel. And they were in Christine. A white station a wagon. white wa- station wagon. It was pure evil. It was Christine, like yeah. from the Stephen King movie. So she was starting to back out, and I leaned to Matt, and I said, see if you can hear this. And I was going to shoot the back tailgate of Christine to see if I could hear the <laughs> ping. You're from the inside of your car? Yeah. Down at the bottom of your driveway, you had a big sloping driveway that mm-hmm. went up. And I took aim and must have been a little windy or cold, or maybe I'm not a good shot. And it missed the tailgate and hit the back window of the station wagon. And it shatters into a million pieces as she's backing out of the garage. Oh. She panics, throws it in park. But back then, garages didn't have safety stop. stops. As she's screaming because the back window just got blown out in her <laughs> station wagon. She has no <laughs> idea know? why. And the garage door comes down on the hood. <laughs> Of the station wagon at the same time. She has no idea why this is happening to her. Sam walks out, and I jump out of the car to run up, because now I feel terrible. And Sam has just come out of the house, and he's like, what did you do? And I said, I just shot the window out of your station wagon. And he immediately says, you are not going to tell her that. You can't tell her that. You can't tell her that's what you did. To this day, I have not heard this story. What? I have not heard this story. So she gets out. What did you do? She's just frantic in tears, and I just feel like a total idiot. And Sam's looking at me shaking his head like, do not say it. And Sam's like, he threw a snowball. And then we were trying to lift the garage off the car. Oh, man, I missed out on that one. That was, you never heard I that? Never knew, I don't even remember having the window go out. She must have got it fixed pretty quick. Why do you guys think just from early on became great friends? What was it about you two that today and you're both in your 50s, you're still hanging out and you're buddies? Uh, I think we kind of enjoyed the same things. Kind of everything, just kind of, I don't know, bonded. We wouldn't have to talk sometimes. You kind of knew what he was thinking, what I was thinking. Yep. In each other's sentences, you know. You have similar temperaments. Can get angry, but also pretty chill. I think we'd play off each other sometimes, but then other times we'd work to help each other. Yeah. I agree. I mean, if anybody ever says, okay, who's your best friend? Automatically, it's Sam Knight. Yep, I'm the same. It's easy. What is it that you love most about Sam? You don't have to answer that. Now we're getting tender. Now I feel awkward. Let's do this just alone. (laughs) (laughs) Not again. I think we're like brothers. I think we just got along. Well, okay. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight. So, Doug, thank you for coming out tonight and hanging out with us. And appreciate it, bro. We're going to wrap things up. So, Sam, what's your final thought? My final thought is love the one you're with. (laughs) Okay. That's good. Like, just love everyone. No, love the one you're with. (laughs) All right. That's his motto. All right. We'll go with it. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time on my Almost Dead Brother podcast. Hasta la pasta. Over and out.
This podcast is hosted by me, Dan Knight, and features Sam Knight. It is produced by Katie Knight and Andy Ellis, with Larry Knight as the executive producer. Music by Dot and Then Dot. Check out more of their great music at dotandthendot.com.